And we're back. Back from what? We're back at the con. Okay. <laughs> Usually we say that after a break. You just like saying that, don't you? I just like saying it. Okay. I understand. I like saying it too. I mean, I like I like when Forrest I like says being back. It. <laughs> it's, it beats the alternative. <laughs> being in the front. <laughs> Actually, we were in the front last year. We were right by the front door. Now we're in the back. Now we are in now the back. Now we're back. <laughs> Actually, there's no bad spot, though. You know, everybody makes the loop, and yeah. we're, we're in the loop. And we've been, in the a loop. lot of people stopping already. Yeah, I figured least. we better hurry up and go ahead and record something, because you know how we do when we get to a con, it's like, oh, hey, look, there's so-and-so, and we get to talking to everybody, and then we like, hey, we didn't record anything for <laughs> the first day of the con. Yeah, last year, we didn't record nothing until after lunch. At least. Well, y'all didn't. I did because I was like, my first interview was while everybody was gone last year. Was that last year? That was last year. Lynn. So how many has this been now? Is this the fourth one? This is the fourth. Counting the, count the first one that was at the This uh, is Link the fourth Center. Tupelo Con. I thought so. Okay. You got a pamphlet there. Yep, four years. Yeah. Look at that. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, there's a lot of people here. There was a, a big line this morning when we got here. Yeah, it's a podcast. Grab a couple flyers. Here's our card, too. A lot of good cosplay today. All right, have fun this weekend, all right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We're getting Great. something in your eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something. I don't know what that was. Eyelash or? Spider Gwen, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> That's who that was, Spider Gwen. <laughs> She's bad about that. Uh, yeah, it's funny we start recording and people come up and start talking to us, but that's yeah. fine. Well, that's fine. I mean, we can edit. That's what we're here for. No, um, we're not just here for our good looks. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I need to turn you up a little bit. Yeah, I'm drifting. Hey, there's Sierra. Keep talking because I don't know if I'm actually Chick, 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 chick. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, that'll work. How y'all doing? Where? There was more people here than this last year, I think. Oh, you know, you didn't trouble. Hey, girl, how you doing? Good. She just called us trouble. Well, we get into trouble. But we're fun trouble. <laughs> how you doing? Get a flyer. Shall I have Oh, you just got here. First loop. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Like this was the end of it. I was like, I ain't even been back there yet, and they're like, Well, there's nothing back there. <laughs> Wrestling. Yeah, we're gonna do that up. later tonight. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey. He's like, uh. He's like, I don't, I don't know, know you. Why are you saying hey to me? <laughs> hey. Now you got me self-conscious about my beard. He ain't walking nowhere. He don't need shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got yeah, some. I, I put the Cremo in it. All right. Good all right. See. Well, if y'all go get free comic books, bring them back to us. Uh. So we want to wait till somebody else comes up and starts talking before we continue. Oh, we still recording? <laughs> yeah, I've never stopped. Hey, that's fine. We, we can edit. Yeah, that's what it's for. Yeah, I'm not even going to go to the comic book vendors yet because I'm probably going to get a lot of stuff and 
I don't want to have to keep up with it all day. Yeah. I've already spent too much money as it is up here. What did you buy? Hi. Hey. Now? <laughs> you said you've already spent too much money. Yeah. I bought that bag. What bag? That, oh, that, uh, is that superhero bag? Yeah, I don't even know what it is. It's just a bag. Yeah. Okay. And I got a book. I got Liam's oh, book. You got the book, yeah. Which I was gonna like sit here and read that, and you left it in the jeep. <laughs> you don't come to a con to read a book. This is a comic book. You don't come to a con to do a lot of things that we wind up doing. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. There's a lot of good cosplays this year. Everybody's stepping it up. I haven't even spoke to Matthew actually, and he's right, around, he's right around the corner. I mean, other than waving I've, I've at John, I've looked at everything there is to do on the right side of the con. I haven't done the left side. Well, if you walk in the door, everything on on the right side. I'm trying to figure out what that guy's selling. Oh, it's he's South Con. Okay, he's yeah. promoting a con. Okay. Dang, bro. You can get away with a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> you can get away with more at a con than you can in real life. That's what I like about it. Yes. You can really be yourself, no matter what Or that is. somebody else. Or somebody, or anything. <laughs> anything. That's a good slogan for a con. Tupelo Con. Be yourself. Or someone else. <laughs> Just be. <laughs> be what you want to be. Dude, that's a big foam knife. That is a... It's not a knife. It's a scorpion tail, but it's like a sickle. I don't... What's that thing called the Grim Reaper carries? A sickle? A sickle? Scythe? No, yeah, scythe. Scythe and sickle, yeah. Take a flower. Take one. I think the flowers are more popular than the stickers were last year. Which is a good thing, because we're out of stickers. And you can tell somebody didn't that. order one. Yeah, I wonder who didn't order them. I got the banner. Look at it. When did it come in? Look at it. Just look at when it. When did it come in? <laughs> Yesterday or day before. You didn't think it was going to be here in time for no, I did. <laughs> I did because I paid extra. <laughs> hey, it's hard to transition. It's a podcast. Uh, it's like a radio show on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. We're like a talk show on the internet. We're on iTunes. Look us up. We're on iTunes and Spotify. Everywhere podcasts are. Well, she don't know what a podcast is, so how does she know where they are? We just educated her, so now she knows. <laughs> I know it's funny that little girl got like a whole stack of business cards, and then she brought some back. She's like, my dad didn't want one. <laughs> like, well, at least she didn't waste it. And yeah. then she came back and got another got one. Got another one and said, she I got somebody else who wants it. <laughs> like, we got us a little promoter here. And then she come by and meowed at us again. <laughs> I might need to turn that mic on just so people don't think we're talking to ourselves. We literally are talking to ourselves. I'm talking about when people come over. Yeah. And we're not longer talking to ourselves. We're actually talking to somebody. 
Somebody so. do some about the feedback <laughs> over there. I'm like, y'all trying to make all the birds fly away in the neighborhood or what? All I hear is feedback. So that's one thing I hadn't seen a lot of so far is Game of Thrones up here today. I know, and uh, what's the deal with the, uh, like the multicolored Mandalorians? Is that something I missed? Well, they got a whole setup over there. They're like, like a whole troop. Yeah, but like they're like, they're painted up like camouflage. And I don't is know. Is that just something they came up with? Or I think am so. I missing something? That's all I know is they got, got a whole group the over there. Multicolored Mandalorian phase. And you can take pictures inside the cage. They got the TARDIS here too. Yes, I've seen it. I want to get a picture of me in the TARDIS, but like the only thing I stick out is my arm and I'm like flexing. You know what I'm saying? You can picture it. We, we, I will take a picture of it. We will do that. That'd be so me of me. But nobody would know it was you. Oh, yes, they would. <laughs> I don't like the way this conversation is going. I don't like the way it started. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. The guy, the guy next door to us makes D&D dice. I see that. He's got a big one over there. Yeah. Anthony wants us to wait to, for him to get back before they interview him. Okay. I will get some die from him. I said die because I'm going to get more than one. You know, I've got like 300 that, sets in the Jeeps, dude. Is that how that works? It's dice if it's one and die if it's multiple? It's die if it's one, dice if it's multiple. I knew that. I just made sure you knew it. But what if I'm wrong? I have been wrong before. I believe you. He's <laughs> <laughs> got candy at his table. He's like luring people in. That's a good idea. We should get candy next time. Why? Wow, we'll eat it. Well, they'll eat it too. <laughs> we'll eat all the good stuff. Save the save the grandma candy for the passerbys. And then we'll have Josh over here throwing candy at people. Josh isn't here. Is he? I don't know. No, he's not here. Why not? I'm sure he's at some other con, con or without Josh being he's here. He's either some other con or shooting a movie or a TV show. He was in The Walking Dead again this season. Yeah. He's like a converted... Um, converted savior. Yeah. At least that's what they're wanting us to believe. Ooh. You know, his daughter was in it, too. Yeah. Kaylee was in it. And uh, they've been uh, showing the trailer for that Goosebump she's in. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty good Ghost Rider. He needs to set himself on fire, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they let him do that in here. <laughs> um, what are you thinking for lunch? Last year we went to uh, Neon Pig. Yeah, last year I stayed here because I didn't want to leave all the gear alone. Well, this year we're going to make Anthony stay because he's gone. I don't know. Uh, I like that old Venice. It's close. Yeah. I think next year I might come as Hodor. Actually, going to limit your uh, you know broadcasting. Who, you know who I could pull off is uh, what's his name? The guy that likes the big woman, Brian Tormund. Uh, yeah, you could pull off Tormund. Yeah. Tormund. Now that I've grown my beard out some, we have to get you a red That'd wig. Be, that would be hot though, wearing that gear. Get faux fur. 
Still. All right, so are we going to keep recording? Sure. Because right now we're just... Uh, Man, we can do like we did at our very first con. No, let's not do that. Dude, look at that. Dude, look at that. <laughs> that was a nightmare to straight. edit. Yes, that sucked editing. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stop recording for a while. If I can get it to pull back up. I wanted to take a quick minute to tell everyone where they can find real pop culture online in what we call The List. You just made The List! Thank you, Chris Jericho. You can go to www.realpopculture.com. That's our website. You can listen to episodes right there. You can download the Podomatic app, search for Real Pop Culture. You can download and listen to episodes there. Our Facebook account is facebook.com slash realpopculturepodcast. Our Twitter is at realpopculture1. We're on Instagram. Search for us there. We're on iTunes, Google Play. You have to go to Google Play Music and then search for Real Pop Culture. We're on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm. All episodes are re-aired on The Edge Radio US Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. You just made the list! You can go to AdvertiseCast.com and find out how you, yes, you, can be a part of Real Pop Culture by way of advertising. You can give us a call on our voicemail line. That's area code 662-305-9783. You just made the list! And last but not least, you can always email us, popculture4real, that's the number, 4real, at gmail.com. I've already hit it. Oh, it's already recording? Yeah. Well, you already got it. Mr. Bradley Golden, how are you doing today? Man? I'm doing great, man. What about yourself? Oh, pretty good. Uh, you know that conversation we had a while ago when you came by the table? We have to do that all over again because we didn't record it. <laughs> hey, that's all right. That's cool. <laughs> so uh, tell, me what you, tell me what you got going on. You're, you're a busy man these days. Yeah. Um, actually, I actually got four books coming out through Antarctic Press. Um, exciting Comics, number one, came out last, last month. Number two coming out this month. I got Leave on the Light. I got Hard Comics, and I'm bringing back the ghost from the old daredevil comics from 1940s oh wow that's pretty cool man yes that yeah. is awesome it's, it's fun to see how you've grown you know once you got uh the published i guess that's the word the term you use in the comic book business you got a, a company that you that you work with or work for and they put your put mm-hmm. your stuff out and i've really seen your business just grow and grow and grow oh, and more yeah. and more titles oh, yeah. come out oh yeah oh I, I, I owe a lot to an, an audit press i mean they've really been good to me they really been understanding on, you know, me and my deadlines, and my Kickstarters and whatnot. That's awesome. Great, great group of people. And how long have you been with them? Going on a year now. A year? And where are they out of? San Antonio, Texas. Oh, okay. So you just submitted them some of your stuff and they said, hey, we like this. We won't. Absolutely. I sent Leave on a Light, I want to say five months ago. Okay. They okayed it recently. I think like two months ago. They okayed it after the Kickstarter. Um, I did a book called Timmy Lala's Ice Cream, which was a successful Kickstarter. They okayed it last October, and you should see print 29th of this month. Nice. Do you get to kind of pick and choose who does your pencils and who does your ink, or you just submit the stories, or how does all that work? As far as me picking my own artist and everything, everything remains in my in, in my power. I have, I say. I don't want to say the power because that sounds like, you know, I'm controlling everything at AP. Yeah. But I definitely can, you know, get my own artists and my own letters in there. 
they don't really give me no grief or gripe about it. That's really cool to have that kind of control. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, what book was it we were waiting for? Because you you got an event, uh, an appearance scheduled for Arcadia coming up, and you had to you had to reschedule because yes, we're yes. waiting on which uh, one? Waiting on Exciting Comics issue number two. Um, for some for whatever reason, Diamond wasn't able to get the books printed in time. Right. So they gave us the ultimatum to print them later. At and get more or print them now and get less. Oh, I see. So we just like go ahead and just get more. Wait, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. So, um, just like you mentioned, that comes out the middle of May. Uh, I would definitely be in Amory at Arcadia Cars and Collectibles. Yeah. From 10 to 4. Okay. Signing autographs, five hours autograph. Awesome. From what I've heard, they, they have actually ordered books. Of that book. Oh, good. So that's good. Because right now, all, all I think all I got of yours is uh, the Mississippi Zombie, the, the original. And you yeah. said they kind of re-released it, haven't they? Yes. Well, um, I currently have Mississippi Zombie will be released this fall through Antarctic Press. Okay. But what I've done, I've repackaged it. Okay. I've got different stories, different art, better art than the one I had last year. So I have something rare because I got the OG. <laughs> you do, you do. You, you have the OG. When it was independent, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. I remember that first con, you were right behind us. I'm talking about the one at the Link Center. Oh, yeah, but the and very first one, yeah. By the end of the day, your table was empty. You had nothing left. Like yeah. they, they cleaned you out. Yeah. And you, know, it was, you just had one or two titles at the time. I had um, Magazine, which was my very first published work for Antarctic Press and I had Mississippi Zombie then but it was like little pamphlets yeah actually you know printing them up and stapling them up myself oh wow you know, that's that's really that's really cool that you've gone all the way up you know you yeah. started at the bottom and you worked worked your way up and now you're having to meet deadlines <laughs> it's definitely a grind I can tell you that I'm, it sounds grind. like it's turned into a full-time job for you it it, it has but as all comic creators know, you can't pay the bills doing this alone. Yeah. You have to have a day job. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, unless you're working for Marvel and DC, even then, it, it, it's, it's no guarantee you can do it. Yeah, I've heard of a lot of uh, people that work for the, the big name companies that still have, you know, at least one other side hustle. That they, yeah. You know, they got something else going on. They definitely got to have another job. Yeah. Well, what are, what are you looking to looking to do next I mean I know there's probably some stuff in the works you can't talk about but is there anything that uh, anything you want to do creatively that you haven't got to do yet that you're kind of eyeballing and thinking about well at the moment I'm trying to create my own horror universe for Antarctic Press okay what a lot of my fans don't know is Leave on the Light and Horror Comics are linked okay nice the characters in each story same universe intertwined in the same universe in other words what I'm trying to do is kind of like the way the X-Files was yeah where different oh. different stories the different things going on okay. you, you know but they're the same world that's what I'm bringing to AP um what I'm wanting to do now is I kind of want to do some Warrior Nun by Ben Dunn, which is becoming a Netflix movie, yeah. a Netflix series now. Yeah. I'm kind of want to do 
like a mini series with that, but oh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Never hurts to try. <laughs> so how's this this con uh, today in particular been for you? I I see you're in a pretty good pretty good spot over there. Yeah, I'm over there beside Vic, you know, Broly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good spot because people that's that's waiting in line seeing my work, but it it has been a pretty slow day. Oh, has it? Yeah. Yeah, it's I figured there's because this line is massive. It is. It, it was all the way back to here. It's still it the only reason why it's slacked up now because he went to do because he did his panel. He did his panel. Right. Yeah, and it'll be right right back like that. So all the people in his line, they're kind of eyeballing your table. Yeah. And then when they get done with their pictures and their autographs and whatnot, you know, hopefully they'll slide on by and, hopefully. and check it out. Hopefully. <laughs> You're going to be here tomorrow, too, right? Yeah, I'll be here tomorrow. I'll be here nice. tomorrow. Well, tell everybody how, you know, they can find you online and, and check out your stuff and check out the company, you know, you work for. And... Yeah, sure. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Bradley Golden. Or you can um, go to the Anonic Antarctic Press website at www.antarctic/press.com, or you can find me on Twitter at Bradley Golden Four. Awesome, and I know you have a lot of Kickstarter stuff. Do you do? Do you have anything in currently going you want to plug, or is everything mm, wrapped up? Nothing as of yet, but I'm thinking about doing uh, um, a Mississippi Zombie Number Two Kickstarter around Halloween. Oh, that'd be a good time. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a good time for that. But uh, no, nah, I mean, I just would like my, my people who love comics, who love horror comics, to come out to Tupelo Comic Con. Come see me. Absolutely. Well, man, thanks for stopping by and hanging out with us. It's, it's really cool to, to see you here because you know you're one of the ones, and right here in Tupelo, it, it only makes sense for you to be at every con. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, we'll I enjoy being here, man. Well, they look look for you at Arcadia whenever they reschedule that date. We'll be there for sure. Soon, soon I know a date. I'm a, I'm a blast it all over Facebook and Twitter. All right, we'll help so you. You definitely it for know sure. it. Those new band shirts look awesome. Where did you get those done? At Anarchy Design. They do screen printing now? Oh yeah, they do professional custom screen printing at a very competitive rate. Where can I find them? Look them up on Facebook, facebook.com slash anarchydesign69 or email them at anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. You can check out some of their work on their Facebook page. When you're ready to order, you can send them your idea or they can design it for you. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's AnarchyDesign69 at gmail.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's AnarchyDesign69 at gmail.com. So how are you? I'm doing good. How about you? It's actually been pretty busy today. Yeah, last year. I know it was really slow last year. Not a big crowd at all. You've been really busy this year. I have. About as soon as I left uh, Tupelo Comic Con last year, I haven't. The only time I got it from my desk was to, you know, go to work. So did you just get your new book published? Uh, after I left Comic Con last year, I instantly <laughs> went to work on redoing the entire series. From that point to October 6th, book one. 
was rewritten and finished. So at October 6th, that is when the book is done. So this is the second con I've done with this rewritten version. And I'm honestly super happy that I, I did. So tell us a little bit about it. I know you, you spoke about it before the last time we talked. That's been over a year ago. Over a year, and the story has gotten a complete overhaul. Originally, it was about, like, witches and witch world. I don't even know where it was going, honestly, and I wasn't happy with it. And, you know, growing up, I didn't have a really supportive family. And, of course, I struggled with a lot of things. I had a night terror syndrome. So when I had nightmares, I'd wake up, and it would still be there. So I wanted to have a deeper understanding of dreams and psychology and all that stuff. So I took back my story and kind of uh, moved it towards that direction. So instead of a witch world, it's a it's about a girl who gets she gets sent into a coma and has to battle like her psychological demons through this world that she created as like an artist or a comic book artist. She created characters in this whole fantasy world and she has to fight her internal darkness before it destroys the world and her as well. Are these the same characters you still had? Same characters. Uh, basically the same premise, just a lot more refined and definitely a lot more dark. Wow. It deals a lot with uh, like mental illnesses and a lot of the meaning behind dreams and you know, things like that. So if you want a story that is lighthearted and full of very well, you know, characters with heads on their shoulders, this is What's the name of the book? Legend of the Erased. Originally it was called Legend of Hirokyo, but no one could pronounce that title, so so I turned that back into my pen name. Because uh, I didn't want to like lose the name that it came up when I was like eight. That has been part of my story for literally uh, over a decade. So now I turned it into my pen name, Coffee. And for people that can't pronounce it, they can just call me Coffee H. Coffee H. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've had trouble saying Harukio too. But after I heard you say it a couple times, it's just, I, I can say it now. But yeah, but at the same time, that's bad marketing. You gotta have a name that people can pronounce and remember. Yeah. And there's also, you know, if you're gonna have, you know, legend of name of the land, you gotta have a lot more land and less characters. But if you have something like, for example, legend of the erased, what is erased? That's right. You got a lot more room to add and grow. And right. So how many parts are we looking at here? Looking at somewhere between 16 and 20 books overall. Wow. Right now I just have book one, but book two is actually going to be launched on Kickstarter June 6th. Alright, what's your Kickstarter? Kickstarter would be Legend of the Erased Book 2. Okay. So, you know, simple titles. Yeah. It helps. Keep it simple, that way it's easy to find. Right. Now you're doing all of the artwork. All of the artwork, the artwork, the lettering. Uh, I do have an editor to help me with the like, grammar errors I can find, I can create. Uh, but other than that, everything is done by me. That is pretty amazing. 
I know how hard it is just to get a podcast out. I could not imagine having a book. <laughs> well, one of the things that helped is, like, a lot of the people, especially at these conventions, how I got back into doing conventions, is uh, the uh, Tupelo Haunted House. I knew, they knew me since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I never shut up about this book I wanted to write. And they remember that now. And so they're like, yeah, we want to support this because you're literally living your childhood dream. Yeah, the Harris's are great. They, they are pretty awesome. I, I grew up around them, and honestly, they had a pretty big influence on me. So, other than here, right now, where can they get your book? Uh, right now, I have it on Store Envy. That would be uh, Legend of the Erased slash Store Envy.com. Uh, other than that, you can always find it. You can find it on Facebook. Just Legend of the Erased. So, there's no Amazon or anything like that as of yet? Amazon's too complicated. <laughs> they, either, they, they either want to print your book or you got to pay like $50 a month to yeah. send out the book. I'm just like, you know what? I can do that. Yeah. Do it by yourself. You actually get to keep what, what you're doing. As soon as uh, book two launches, uh, I will actually be trying to get book one and book two into content. Oh, nice. So, that's something I'm definitely looking forward to. Very nice. And it's actually quite amazing. Because I had the prints and everything, mm-hmm. all the way up to book done and printed. Um, every time I would do a convention, I would sell maybe five to ten books. I've sold thirty so far. Wow. So this is definitely the most books I've sold at convention. So do you think it's just the change of the name that's done it, or? The change of quality because the art wasn't where it should be. The story was all over the place. Like, I didn't know if it was about dreams or witches or whatever. But now I actually have a clear goal. I took time to redesign a lot of the characters. Uh, one thing I am determined to do is have absolutely no throwbacks. So if there's a character that is seen once, kind of like in dreams, you're going to see them again. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, other than this book, Legends of the Erased, are you working on anything else? I have ideas for other stories here and there, but mainly it is Legend of the Erased. I've been working on it since I was seven. There's literally nothing else I want to do right now. Now, last year, he was beside us. Mm-hmm. You had paintings. Are you still painting? A mood thing, or you know, every now and then I do a few paintings, mm-hmm. but you know, when you're trying to do five comic book pages a day, yeah, because I did book one in the span of four months, and I want to kind of keep that momentum going so that every four months, you know, readers can expect a new book. That's so. pretty good. way to look at it it's also a pretty good tempo to keep people interested in what's next now if there is a specific background I need uh, I will go painted 
and scan it in and then like convert it digitally in the screen time so it looks like it was drawn in the book itself. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Other than that, I don't really have time to paint. Everything is dedicated to the book itself. Yeah. Well, if you want to go ahead and plug all the ways to find your book and your kickstart one more time. Yeah, um, honestly, just look up Legend of the Erased. You can find it on Facebook, uh, on Kickstarter. Uh, and if you want to follow me, which I will spell out the last name, don't worry about it. You can look up Coffee Hierokyo, H-Y-R-O-K-O. Why? I'm on Facebook, uh, I'm on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram. All under the same name. But honestly, if you just used hashtag Legend of the Erased, you can find me anywhere. Okay. Hashtag Legend of the Erased. Simple spelling, simple everything makes it That's easy. really easy to remember. Other than. But most people call it like Heiko Lomeo. <laughs> well, Coffee, I'm glad you came back and spoke to us. I'm glad I was able to catch enough time. Well, well, hey, that's actually a good thing in these cons if you're that busy. So, well, I hope everything works out good for you. And you as well. All right. We are here with Miss Lynn. Southern Twisted Horror Queen. That's that's all in there. It's all good. I probably said it wrong, didn't I? It's Twisted Southern Horror Queen, but it's all good. You got it all in there, like yeah. Ragu. <laughs> it's good. So, tell us what have you been up to here lately? Nothing good. Well, well that's always good. good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, I have fun. Everything's got to be fun, right? Are y'all enjoying TupeloCon? We always enjoy TupeloCon. It's an awesome little show, isn't it? Well, this, it's not a little show anymore. No, it's growing. It's, yeah, I think it's getting. I think it's getting more popularity even out there with other people. I yeah, think every, definitely. It's starting to show. People are traveling to get here now. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, we talked to somebody yesterday that come up from Florida. A vendor come up from Florida just for this year. Oh, that's crazy. That's good though. That's that is very, very good. good. Um, so what are we doing? Oh my God, we're doing a whole lot of stuff right now. Um, not writing anymore at the moment because I just don't have time. Um, we are, we, me, me, me and uh, Big Johnny Blunder from Whiskey Cars and Cigars are sticking our toes into a uh, charity. It's called the, uh, let me see if I can say this right, Combat Veteran Memorial Truck. And what we're doing is we're looking for 12 nominees, of course, combat veterans that have been out there, been in the field, been in the face of it all, and made it back home. Um, Some of them didn't come back 100%, and those are the ones that we're looking for. We we want them to participate. We want them to be nominated. Um, And what we're looking to do is find sponsors to put these guys through a driving school, Put them in fire suits, get them helmets, gloves, boots, all all the gear they need for that. And at the end of the day, each one of them will get to race the the truck. It is an actual truck at a uh, track that is closest to their home. And one of those guys is going to get the truck at the end of the deal. And we're looking at trying to do that for Memorial Day of next year. So, um, yeah, it's huge. It's a great it's a great charity event. 
and I'm really excited to be involved in that. Um, besides that, we've just kicked off Voodoo Roo Entertainment, which I had no idea it was going to do what it's doing, but it's doing it anyway. We were looking at representing maybe just a handful of my friends. Uh, Josh TKO Turner had asked me to start pitching him the cons a couple of years ago, and at that point, I had decided I was not going to renew my publishing contract, and that meant that I needed to rewrite, re-edit, reformat all of my books. So I was busy, and I told him I can't do it. And he hit me up again about 60 days ago, and I said, okay, I'll do that. So it turned into Josh TKO Turner and Kaylee Turner and Scott Insane Lane, and I think I'm representing somewhere near uh, two dozen people now and looking at possibly adding, I'll find out for sure, eight of the uh, Street Outlaw guys. Wow. Yeah, is that crazy or what? You go from busy to even busier. <laughs> I know, insanity. <laughs> Madness to insanity, but it's, it's all good. I can handle that. There's pills for that, you know. They keep saying that. I think I need to find these people that have these pills. <laughs> Yeah, it's all good, though. I'm enjoying it. I've always enjoyed helping other people and networking, and now I'm just doing it on a different level, you know? It's all good. I got some killer bands involved in that. Uh, Kill J, of course, uh, my boys Seeking 7, and Caging Elliot's just signed on. And let's see who else. Oh, uh, Chalet Brannon, which I did not know who she was until after I signed her. Um, she's a 12-year-old actress that was just nominated for an Oscar for her role in Tinker. And she's also been nominated in the last two weeks as a, one of the top child actors for another role she was in. She's going to be in the new Friday the 13th Vengeance, which is fixing to come out in June, I think. Wow. Um, she is also, she has a huge role in uh, Crepitus. And she is also fixing to be releasing Harvest Moon, which she starred in with Robert England. So this little girl just flew under the radar, and she's like, bam, I'm in y'all's face now. <laughs> wow. I know, right? It's crazy. What all it entails? What am I doing with them? Yes. Um, well, the reason Voodoo Roo got started is because myself and TKO and Scott Lane were just fed the hell up with the lack of activity and support from our agent so he wanted me to be their agent and i said you know i don't like the a word it's like it's equivalent to the f word to me so i don't want to be your agent i'm going to be your handler so what i'm doing is um i'm trying to get them booked for booked for uh horror cons comic cons music festivals uh parish fairs, county fairs, car shows, you know, anything along those lines that I can handle getting them booked for, get a little money in their pocket. And and the difference between me and an agent, of course, I do need to make money for it or from it or buy it because it it takes a whole lot of time to, to do this behind the scenes. I want a percentage of their booking fee. What they sell, that's theirs. Yeah. And that's, that's where the difference is with an agent. An agent thinks when you walk away for the weekend, he gets a portion of whatever of you got whatever, in your pocket. Yeah. That's not right. I, I don't like that. So that's what I'm looking at doing. We're having a little bit of success. Uh, but like I said, it's 60 days into it. 
And we've got a few little bookings under our belt, and we're hearing back from some people. So hopefully those things will, will pick up in 2020. Voodoo will be just rolling, I hope. I hope. Well, if you get any busier, I don't know how you're going to have time to do anything. I know. I know. I'll have to drop something. I guess uh, I guess we'll just put Big Johnny Blender out on the curve because something's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be the dogs. You know, the dogs, those yeah. are my children. <laughs> So how was your new book selling? Uh, it's doing very well. I'm getting really good feedback on it. Uh, the main main feedback I'm getting is the word disturbing. I that's, love that. That's what you want to hear. That is a awesome great is word. Yes, I am myself quite disturbing in my own right. Well, I'm, when I get home tonight, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to pick yep. it up and start reading it. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. When you pick it up start reading, you're going to have a real hard time putting it down. So make sure you've gone to the bathroom, you've fed yourself, you've brushed your teeth. You know, all, all that good stuff, the important stuff. Cause, yeah, and I'm going to be up all night tonight anyway, so okay. I'll have plenty of time. <laughs> okay, well, good. You'll enjoy it. It's It's got a good backstory. There's a lot of true historical uh, events that have been woven into the storyline. And besides that, it's just bizarre and macabre as hell, you know. You know how my mind works. You've oh, read all my I've, other I've stuff. I've read your other stuff. Yeah. That's the reason I couldn't wait to get a hold of this one. <laughs> You're going to love it, too. There comes big and scary. That, that's a whole different level of scary right there. Yes, it is. That's a whole different level of disturbing right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right, Mark, you want to sit in real quick? All right, all right. Y'all got the party started. We did. Hey, we wasn't waiting on you. We've already passed around the moonshine, dude. You missed out. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. It's over. <laughs> uh, big Johnny Blender got me on that moonshine at the railroad festival. Uh, I mean, it was first thing in the morning, and he yeah. hands it to me. I'm like, what is this? It's took, good morning. I, yeah. I took a big slug, and then I had to walk over to the food court, and I rounded the corner. I was like, whoa. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, like, what did he hit you with, the apple pie or the coconut? It, it was the coconut, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, it wasn't the apple pie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what have y'all talked about so far? What did I miss? I don't want to ask well, the same question twice. We've actually covered the new book. We've covered... The new handling position. Yeah, yeah. Voodoo Roo. Voodoo Roo. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about some of that. And, yeah. uh, well, I, maybe you can ask something that well, I I'm didn't always, ask. I'm always, I always study people that are busier than me, that get way more done than I do, so I can like pick up a, a trade secret. And one thing I think I've, I've kind of figured out is it seems like your hobby has to be your your job and vice versa to get yeah. so much stuff done. And I think about you, like, there's so much that goes into that show that you do. Yeah. You've, you've written how many books now? Uh, I don't know, six, seven. Seven. A lot. A lot. <laughs> if you don't count the little books. Yeah, right. and then you've got, uh, now you're doing the Voodoo Roo thing. How do you manage your time? What's your secret? Badly. <laughs> Badly? <laughs> That's I'm me. I'm OCD, man. So when I get started with one thing, it's just balls to the wall with it. Until I feel like I've done a good job, until I feel like I'm finished with it, then I go and, you know, on to the next task, project, whatever, and move with that. But um, like I was telling Kala earlier, I, I enjoy and have always enjoyed helping other people and networking. So that's just, a, you know, that's part of what Voodoo Roo is. It basically is what Voodoo Roo is. So I'm out there trying, spinning wheels a little bit, but trying to get bookings for my friends. Um the writing and the research for uh, the show that I do that's you know that's a love of things I, I don't like to read I don't like to sit still that long right. I know I write but I don't really like to read um, 
but the, the cool thing with that is is a lot of the the legends and the ghost stories and stuff that i talk about are things that people who follow the show have written in and asked me about and asked me to do some research with so then again i'm you know i'm helping somebody else you take requests <laughs> i do i take requests that's so, awesome yeah it's pretty cool i enjoy doing it and, and the show's really starting to move around you never know there's always going to be some different country from all across the world that's represented when they pop up and say, hey, listening from the Ukraine. I'm like, wow, y'all do that over there? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really cool, and it, it's picking up followers. Do you do anything special for Halloween, or is this sort of like every day's Halloween? Every day's Halloween, right. dude. <laughs> um, most of the time, October, I don't have off Halloween. We're booked pretty much september october and the beginning of november we stay pretty busy but every once in a while i'll get a weekend off in october and i just pretty much you know we don't get trick-or-treaters because we live way out in east jesus and people are scared to go out there anyway it's not just because they know who we are Um, (laughs) so i go fill up a big bowl with trick-or-treater candy for the kids that i know are never coming and (laughs) sit there and watch horror movies and drink wine and eat candy all night it's really cool Sounds, Sounds like a fun. Tuesday night for me. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> now, I do have the special surprises for the, the trick-or-treaters, just in case somebody brings their kids over. Um, I've got a little box by the door that has permanent markers and super glue and bottle rockets and condoms <laughs> and, you know, fun things to give kids. Right. So that way if mom and dad bring them one year, they're not coming back next year. <laughs> Make sure they don't come back. That's right, right. That's awesome. <laughs> um, going back to your writing and stuff, uh, you said you work on a project till it's done. Do you... Do you have like okay today I'm 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 working on a book or today's Wednesday I'm working on the show or do you have a set schedule or do you just go project to project to project to project because uh, you can't write a book all at once surely no you can't <laughs> um, I I kind of give myself a deadline I need to have and I need to make sure my show is ready by Monday and that way Tuesday I read over it and and then do it live and it's no problem um, this week when I get back I'm focusing on the bands again. And I'm focusing on the car guys. So before Friday, I will have spent X amount of hours pitching to cons and festivals and car shows and stuff for those guys. And then, you know, there is, I do have a day job. I don't advertise it very often, but uh, I, I do have to keep that up as well. And that's demanding. It, you got to keep is, the lights on. <laughs> right, right. It's time sensitive. So I don't schedule that. They tell me when things have to be done. So yeah, right. I take care of that in, in that manner. So you just kind of keep it up with all of it in your head. Kind of. I've, scary, I've actually started taking, like, making lists. I don't always get, like, my thing is, like, I want to take something off my list today. Oh, you know, well, at least one good. thing. If I can take ten things off, that's great. That's but good. if I can take one thing off my list today, that's kind of the way I approach it. Well, that's, that's good, though. You're setting goals. Now, how old yeah. are you? 42. Okay. Okay. Well, in a couple of years, let me tell you what's going to happen. The list thing is great. <laughs> But when I you just get started to be, that, too. It took me that long to figure it no, out. No, that's, that's cool. But when you get to be my age, you're going to lose the list. Yeah, okay? it's you, on my phone. So okay, if I lose well, my, you're, yeah, you're screwed yeah. anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's good. I'm proud of you, Mark. That's that's progress. We'll hey, I'm that. growing up. It took me 42 years, but I'm starting. Uh-huh. Well, it's on my list to start a list. So. Well, our, okay. our problem is we have too much fun with what we do, and sometimes we'll plan on doing something. Like, for example, we're supposed to be working on this new album. It winds up just us talking about the new album and drinking a bunch of beer. That's not good, okay? That's you, not you, good. You, you got to work but on that. But it's fun. <laughs> no, well. It's hard, it's hard set to... Set a goal. 
and then set a case of beer off to the side when you guys. I can have a beer that. when I accomplish it. That's exactly right. That's that's a new form of the list. Yeah, there you go. I a set a case of beer on the bar. I got twenty-four you. things to get done today. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a bad day, right? <laughs> that last thing is going to be messed up, but it'll get done. Yeah. <laughs> Laundry, everything's pink now. <laughs> yeah. But it's done. So what and have that, you got next on your schedule? Oh, what month are we in? We're in May, right? Uh, yes. yes. Okay. May the 4th. Um, I don't think I have any more cons this month. There may be a race or something that I might be going to with Big Boy at the end of the month. Other than that, I just really want to dig my heels in for uh, Voodoo Roo, and I'll see what I can get done because it's time to start pitching for the end of the year cons now in the middle of the year. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much where my priority uh, focus is right now is with Voodoo Roo. <laughs> Good. Have you got a website set up for Voodoo yet? I don't have a website, but what I do have is on authorlynngibson.com. There is a tab there that lists uh, the Voodoo crew, gives a little mini bio on each one of them. Um, there's also a tab there for the Edge Radio US, which is just kicking ass right now. There's killer music on it. Um, Big Johnny Blender says it's getting anywhere from 24,000 to 27,000 listeners per minute at any minute. Any wow. given minute of the day. That's some impressive numbers. Uh, very. Is that not crazy? And he wanted to go country with it. I told him he was <laughs> out of his box. So he started off a little country with it, and he listened to me. I said, dude, you got to put some ACDC, some Ozzy. And the numbers started tweaking up. I'm like, damn, would you look at that? People still want to rock. <laughs> yeah, you remember that one time you listened to me, honey? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, it's doing really well. Um, you'll find a link there where you can stream it live or you can download the Android app. We do not have an Apple app up yet, but, hey, that's coming in the future. And, of course, you can look at my blogs, my social media, pick up my books, whatever you need there at authorlyngibson.com. And I'd suggest getting all of her books. They awesome. are Great. You may have already plugged this, but like, can they go on like uh, Amazon and get your books as well? Or they can. As a matter of fact, on my website, that's where the uh, book links takes you. Yeah, okay. it takes you straight to Amazon. But that's a good landing page just to go to your website to, right. to find everything. Right, and you can read a little bit, a little bit about each book before you go to Amazon. Of course, it's always better to get them in person because they are a little bit cheaper, and you get them autographed. Yeah, and you you have the physical thing. Like I, I download, uh, I buy eBooks sometimes, but. It, it's sort of like digital comics. Like mm-hmm. I want, I want to have that physical thing to put yeah. on my bookshelf. Yeah, I want that's the artwork. Huge. I want, yeah. Yeah. People, people went all ebook crazy for quite a while, for a couple of years, but now they're going back to wanting the book. They want to hold the. Because you can't collect air. You know, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's a digital thing. You can't right. collect digital. That's right. Know? Are you thinking about for any of your books going audio with it? I have already hired a voice actor for the Dark Man. And uh, that should be out here shortly. I've actually kind of dropped the ball with that because I haven't been talking to him uh, and haven't been, you know, like cracking the whip. Okay, we're supposed to be through with this now. I just told him, look, dude, whenever you get it done, it's, it's cool. I'm not in a hurry. But that is, uh, it should be about halfway finished by now. And I'm really impressed with this dude's voice. It's perfect fit for the character. Good. So is this going to be a full audio drama, or is it just going to be like a straight audio book? It is a straight audio book, but the guy is doing a fantastic job. His, his voice fluctuates from character to character. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm really impressed with him, and I want him to do Wicked Truth after this one. So. Oh, cool. Other than We're working your books, that way. Everything I've listened to in the past 
several years has been audiobook. Yeah. Because I just don't have time to read. We well, like yeah. me, you got a long commute, so it's perfect just to put on an yeah. audiobook. Right, right. But I actually took your books and laid down in bed each night before bed and read a couple chapters. And it, That's cool. And you slept after that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I slept good. Okay. Right. Well, I mean, I ain't been sleeping good lately. I haven't had your new book to read. Yeah, he gets off on nightmares. <laughs> there you go. But I get that, dude. It's I told you good. we were weird. <laughs> right. Hey, you know, I, I get that. Okay. Well, thanks for stopping by. It's always good to talk to you. I always have good a to blast see you. with you guys. And see, nobody had to go to jail. Nobody had to dig out. Not yet. The day's young. <laughs> yeah, the day's just started. No jinxes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Y'all might want to break out your wallets and send Big Johnny Blender over here next. And, and uh, yeah, it might not be good. Might not end well. <laughs> well, as usual, we always have a blast talking to you. Awesome. I'm glad. I love corrupting people. <laughs> Younger minds. And you know, it don't take much to corrupt us. Oh, no, it's, it's like you can't rape the willing. <laughs> it's all good. Oh, hey, sign, the, sign our thing. Sign I keep forgetting your thing? To, I keep forgetting Be to tell Be very careful this. what you say to me, all right? Poor choice of give me, give me that permanent marker. <laughs> I'm going to sign Mark's thing. Sign my thing. <laughs> Shadow Stalkers Paranormal is a nonprofit organization, a level-headed team with a knowledgeable background who tries to explain and debunk, not taking things solely as paranormal. They try to help their clients with an understanding about the paranormal. Shadow Stalkers Paranormal also gives back to the community by way of sponsorships such as this one, fundraisers for historical sites and individuals with terminal illnesses. They strive to make their team better and make a difference. You can find them on Facebook, facebook.com slash shadowstalkersparanormal38821. They're ready to believe you. Let's make fun of Mark while he's not here. All right. Big Johnny Blender, tell us about what's going on. Everything's going on, man. How are you doing? Uh, Tupelo Comic Con is awesome. I see it. Sean has got me on the camera. That's it's yeah. always bad. That's never good. Sean's been walking around looking for a wife. <laughs> trying to find a wife. Trying to find a wife to get rid of. Right, He's got to find. Sit down. Sit down. Say sit something. Down. Talk to us about it. He's talking about finding a wife. He's gonna find a wife. I got wife me up. I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting too old. I, I, I'm not gonna either confirm nor deny that that may be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> around here. <laughs> yeah. What's been going on? Not a lot. Not a lot. We've got a lot going on. We've got a lot. Uh, We've got a lot going on with the Fury Dragster. We've got a lot going on with the radio station. We've got a lot going on with Voodoo Roo, the Voodoo Roo crew. I mean, there's just everything going on. We've just got uh, involved with, uh, uh, there's a guy out in Florida that's got the Combat Veterans Memorial Truck. It's a race truck. Oh, wow. And uh, what we've done with that is he, he, he's been trying to put something together where he's going to take, we're looking to get 12 Combat Vet veterans nominated to and what we're going to do is we're going to send them all to frank holly's driving school get in touch with uh racers direct and rjs equipment and get them all safety suited up where they've got their suits their helmet their gloves their boots and everything and then we're going to let each one of the uh the 12 uh veterans drive the truck at their the closest home track to where they live mm-hmm and then after all 12 veterans drive the truck, we're giving it to one of them. Wow. 
And Who is it? The guy with the best time? Well, that's that. That's what we were looking at. That's what I was talk, talking about was doing the uh, the guy with the best time. But the guy who built the trucks, he wants to do a little something different with that. And we're still – I don't want to talk about exactly what it is until we get all the okay. details get down on that. Out. Yeah, I want to get is all that. Is it like that. a Baja truck or what? No, it's a drag racing truck. Oh. It's like a 59 or 60 wow. Ford F1, one of those big old yeah. Ford F100s from back in the 60s. Late, oh, yeah. late 50s, early 60s. A truck every man would want. Yeah, and it's yeah. got a 429 Cobra Jet motor in it. Mm. So America. It, it's pretty cool. And, and it, oh, totally American. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I can't remember how I can't remember how many signatures are on the truck, but I do know that it's in the uh, it's in consideration for a Guinness Book World Records right now for for a rolling memorial truck. Awesome. Oh, wow. Uh, with with signatures on that it. would so be that's, amazing that's what they do is they take the truck they set it up at places they have combat vets come out and sign it um uh, tony german is the guy in florida who started doing this it's it's a really good idea he had he's he's gone a long way uh from what he started with uh so yeah me and lynn kind of jumped in and and we want to help him out a little bit and and another thing with the uh when when they give the truck away whoever gets it uh, Lynn volunteered the other night on the show to represent that person for a year to get them booked at events and cons and things oh, like killer. that with the truck. Sweet. Uh, to have it, as well as car shows and races and things That's like, like that. the ultimate grand awesome. prize there. Yeah. Cool beans. Yeah. It's awesome. But other than that, what's going on with Kill J? Um, Kill J is writing, still writing new songs. Um, got a bunch of shows this year. Gonna hopefully get into the studio as soon as possible. That's cool. And because um, we got a bunch of ideas. Bunch I see Mark Kling is coming into coming in. Oh coming yeah, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Got a bunch of uh, song ideas. Uh, got like three songs for sure nailed down as far as what they're gonna be. We're playing a new one right now. So. Was that uh, another Michelob uh, Ultra you just popped? I, I hate it when you pop wish, those things. Why he wishes. Still beer here. It's legal. We're grown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, know, I know there. I heard. I heard rumors that there was uh, some serious moonshine here yesterday. Ooh, I wonder who brought that. Who brought that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the evidence was all dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whiskey cars and cigars. Mm-hmm. You got a car. You got cigars. It'd be weird if you didn't have. Yeah, that. yeah. Where's the moonshine, man? And, and that's you know. I, I'm also looking for that event, uh, June first. Can we yeah. talk about? Hey, that? that's yeah, my birthday. Absolutely. June first, my birthday. Double, is it not June eighth? No, it's June first. No. Double G's. June eighth. June eighth is the the mud thing. Well, that's another. Th- that's the other thing I told you right. about. Right. It's the right. mud thing. Yeah, June first. So my birthday. Thirty three. Son. You're turning thirty three. Made it. You're just a little baby. Just a little guy. <laughs> but I gotta yeah. ask, ask you a question. Shoot. I never asked you this before. Where did the name Big Johnny Blunder come from? That's got to be a story. Johnny Blunder is a story in itself. I've seen I, your driver's license. That's not your last. Right. No, no, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Blunder was a nickname I got with all the years I was in a bar business. I worked for a club owner in Miami named Jack Penrod. Jack and Bob Penrod. And when I went to work for them, they had a. Uh, it was a time of the year in, on South Beach. It's called Art Deco Weekend. And, and Penrods had hired me to come to work for him, and um, there was a there was a manager that didn't particularly like me too much, so he figured what he would do would he he would put me on the beach with four blenders, 
and make me do frozen drinks on the beach for the weekend. That sounds like a sweet get-up. How is that punishment? Well, nobody, you know, bartenders hate, hate having to deal with blenders. Okay, it, it, it takes It takes time, cleaning it, everything. So, I rocked out 80-something thousand dollars of frozen drinks over three days. The owner of the club walked up. He said, that's my boy right there, Johnny Blender, and the name has stuck oh, no. for 32 years. <laughs> there's a story there. The name has stuck for 32 years. In fact, that, that club owner is still alive. Still in the club business. He owns a place in Fort Lauderdale called Elbow Room. So if you ever get down there, check it out. It's awesome. I've heard it's, of that. It's a hole-in-the-wall bar. And Perfect. It, it's cool. Yeah. I'm going to ask him, is the big Johnny Blender still there? Johnny Blender. They'll tell you. <laughs> they remember. They'll tell you. Oh, they do remember because uh, Bob Penrod was a NASCAR driver before it was NASCAR. Oh. Something else. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was something else. When they was racing on the beach, wasn't it? <laughs> No, no, they weren't racing racing on the beach. (laughs) So give me the origin story on the Edge Radio US. The the origin story on the Edge, we're talking, we're rolling today. You got me going good. Yeah, I've been thinking about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, (laughs) we were, me and Lynn, Lynn got picked up on another network uh, to do her Southern Horror Queen show. And uh, she was on that network, and I, I was talking with the owner of the network, uh, and he goes, man, he said, you've got a actually pretty cool voice. He said, you ever thought about doing radio? And I was like, <laughs> no, I didn't. So um, he said, well, why don't you do a show? He said, come up with an idea, do a show. I said, well, I was being joking. I said, the only thing I know about is, you know, cars, whiskey, and women. Women. <laughs> And he goes, well, we could do a show on any one of those three. And I was like, okay, we'll do it on cars, cigars. And then that whole whiskey and women thing was really at a topple. And then I kind of looked over at Lynn and the, 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 the face she had, the expression she had on her face. I knew whiskey was the one to go with. Yeah. <laughs> that decision was made for yeah. you pretty quick. Yeah, so, so we just uh, – we, we both started doing shows. We were on the network for a while, the other network for a while, uh, and doing things, and just didn't like, just didn't like the way things were going. Uh, it was a, it was a, one of the things I always tell people, and I've told you guys this, on 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 the shows and on the network, I try not to talk about politics, and I try not to talk about religion. Now, I, I have my feelings on both of those, but I try to stay away from those on a show. Right, same here. Because you can alienate half of your crowd. Instantly. Right, instantly. And, and when you're building, the last thing you want to do is tear down. This, this particular station had, or this particular network had a half a dozen shows. And, I mean, like I said, I'm, I, I, I have what I, how I believe, how I think of politics, but they had a bunch of guys, right-wing guys on their shows that, I mean, it, it wasn't an educated conversation about topics. It was just beat-up, bash, scream. Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. And, and, man, that just wasn't me. Like the O'Reilly show? No, it, no, it, was, it was way beyond that. Oh, God. Oh, way beyond that. Uh, and I just, I just didn't <laughs> like it. And I had, I had one guy that called me, uh, and he's still a listener to the, to the Edge and to, uh, to the uh, Whiskey Cars and Cigars and the shows on the network. But he said, man, he said, I tried to listen to that station last night. He goes, I couldn't do it because 
I had my nine-year-old grandson in the shop with me when we were working on the car, and you know it was the f-bomb every other word. Yeah. Oh wow. And so you know we just uh, you know being the way the 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 podcast are and the station art is and everything you know we're not susceptible to the same rules of the oh, FCC. Yeah. Right. So you can say oh, yeah. whatever you want, but I. I, those those are things I choose not to say. Yeah, same here. So that we've just kind of evolved, and and we're still adding and growing, and and you know it's it's kind of a it's my retirement. That's that's what I'm building the edge for. Yeah. I'm building the edge so I can spend less tire time in the shop and yeah. all the hot hard work that I do, and and start doing things that are easier. Paper, you enjoy making that, phone calls. It looks like you enjoy it. I, do, that. I enjoy that. That's the thing, man. I enjoy living. I enjoy everything I do. It beats the alternative, doesn't Whiskey, it? Whiskey, <laughs> cigars, cars, <laughs> women. <laughs> I like that you live the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I figure you really need to apply yourself. Yeah. And for You're, me, it wasn't a real hard job. Yeah, it's not difficult to do. I don't think. And, and you know, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to the uh, the event at Double D's. Yeah. Because when they were talking to me about that, uh, I thought you'd like that flyer when it came out. I loved it. In, in <laughs> fact, that's how I found out about it. Yeah. I knew nothing prior to the flyer coming out with my name on. You know, I'm so I'm so naive. Like I didn't even put two and two together. I thought it may have been like two people that started the bar with D in their name, like, like David and Don or yeah. something. Like that. Yeah. But yeah. then when I saw the flyer, I was like, Oh, double D's, duh. <laughs> Come on, man. Come yeah. on, where am I at? We go. We're showing it. He's known that. Yeah. Come on, man. But, you know, they, they, they asked me, they said, hey, we got a question for you. Uh, are, are you going to bring the truck to the car? Are you going to bring the dragster? I said, is there a Norris ordinance? And they said, uh, no. Uh, no, not in Steens, Mississippi. Said, <laughs> there is not. <laughs> I'll bring you the are dragster. the notice. I'll bring the dragster. <laughs> yeah. And then they said, and these are just like magic words that no one has ever said to me before in my life. But they said, would you have any problems emceeing the wet t-shirt contest? <laughs> oh, God, no. I oh, hate so, blondes with big, firm breasts. So, yeah. I was going to fly on the wall and see your reaction. It was, it was I'm, I'm pretty sure I was speechless for 15 or 20 seconds. And I said, absolutely, I would. I could, I could make that sacrifice. That, uh, I'll jump on that grenade for <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Do it. Somebody's got to be big Johnny Blue. That's right. So, hey, are you? She is one of the Mid South Pirate Blades. Awesome. You got a card? She does. You need to interview her. She's cool. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what else we got? Well, uh, not to keep uh, on the same subject, but I was just curious on how the whole process went. So y'all, y'all decided like just to take it in your own hands. Yes. And how has it evolved from like how long has it been going for one? Uh, we're a year and four months into the Edge Radio US. Oh wow. Uh, we're averaging forty-eight thousand uh, forty-eight thousand listeners an hour in a hundred and four countries, and that's on a twenty-four hour time frame. There's some of the shows like Real Pop Culture. I checked the numbers. Uh, Episode 113, was that last week or week before? We just did 114. Okay, 113. Like three days ago. 113 when I had that up. The uh, From, it was seems like it was 18 minutes to 
31 minutes into the show. I think real pop culture peaked at 47,000 and some change. Wow. And that was in a time frame. And it was funny because I also went back to see where the biggest amount of listeners were listening to real pop culture. And it was the United States was number three. (laughs) Canada was number one. And Canada was number one. And I want to say Brazil or Brazil or Norway. Oh, wow. So it's, it's, it's really, it's, it, we've got a broad range. I wonder how they even find out about it. Well, you know, we've got, I market, I push, I, I hit tons of groups, tons of boards. Uh, one of the cool things is we've got some bands like Devil Skin that mm-hmm. plays, plays on the station. They're out of Australia. They've got a oh, huge cool. base. So they follow the page and, and okay. the post and things like that. So as I'm po- posting things and getting things up there, it's just not that we have, and we've got Kill J. We've got Seven. Kill J. Twice. Sorry. All right. Here Slack and seven. Uh, Cajun Elliot. Cajun Elliot. Yeah. I like those guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Those I cool. like those guys. But we've got we've got those bands on the on the site as well. We're playing their music. Uh, I'm I'm really waiting to hear some some new stuff from you guys. Me too, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> you will the uh, you will June first. Really? Oh yeah, you'll yep. hear at least hear one new song. Cool. You cool. would have heard one at the Rail Festival, but all you heard was rain. All rain. In our, yeah. In our slot. I'm telling. Hey, you. we played a perfect show. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute perfect show. I did not hit one wrong note. And no one said anything bad about y'all at all. For once. No. In fact, they were praising us. I know. <laughs> thank they God. Were, they, they were like, "Wow, <laughs> thank you so much." But I tell you what, the Amory Railroad Festival, I really had a blast out. I met some really cool people. I met a lot of really cool people. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I was. I, I told. Uh, I told John Anderson. I saw him. I said, "Hey, dude, I had your gig this year." <laughs> he goes, "Well, man, we. I was. I was rained out." I said, "Yeah, that's why I did better than you did." <laughs> <laughs> that's good. But yeah. yeah, man. Let's see. I killed enough time for y'all. Got any other questions? Uh, well, the last you haven't actually been on the show since last year. I haven't been on the show since last I've year at Diplocon. <laughs> I tried to get you in Amory and twice, twice, and things didn't work out. Uh, so catch me up on the last year. What have I missed? <sighs> death, <laughs> death, divorce, and I had three Ds. I can't remember. De- de- dementia. Dementia. Death, divorce, dementia. Yeah, death, the divorce, dementia. It's been the kind of it's been the kind of a three D year. But uh, fortunately. Some of the th- some of the D's I've got taken care of, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it, it's been a busy year. A lot going on. Um, I'm having some health issues, uh, so those are kind of hindering me. I've got a. Yeah, you busted your shoulder pretty bad. My shoulders tore up really bad. In fact, I got up this morning. We were talking about it. it looks, I'm gonna have to have it operated on. Mm. The deltoid muscles. Yeah. This is all torn. I can't lift anything with this side. And with and your it, career, your the your profession, that's. That's bad. Having another hand to hold and weld with is very. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, so I'm working on that, and we're trying to get that taken care of. We've got uh, a lot of events coming up. 
uh, the MC thing that I've been, and I got to thank you guys for that. You guys have have uh, have have. Right now, I'm thanking you for it, but later I might be saying, "God, why did you just not leave me alone?" <laughs> uh, but that's been really good. I've been having fun. But you're good at it, you know. And, and I've I've been getting a I've, like I, it was kind of funny yesterday. I was sitting here, and they walked up to me and handed, handed me the microphone and said, "Talk." Yeah. <laughs> and it was, you know, I had some things I wanted to say at the railroad festival, the way the crowd was and the weather was, everything. I didn't get to make all the sarcastic <laughs> repartee that I was yeah. thinking about. But you know, I, it was one of those things. I, I was when I got the call to come be the MC on the second stage. You know, I was like, "Hey, is it because I'm Johnny Blender of Whiskey Cars and Cigars?" And I thought about. It. I was like, "Man, maybe not." And I was like, uh, "You know, because it, maybe it's because I'm the driver, of the Adrian's Fury Top Fuel Dragster." <laughs> but then Lynn goes, "You ever thought it just might be because you just got a big mouth?" And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of the race car driver thing, I don't know how much of that you still do, but I imagine the shoulder thing is going to screw with that as well. Yesterday. you got to be in pretty good shape to handle that car, I imagine. I can handle the car pretty easy. The problem is getting out. Yesterday, when, or day before yesterday, when we pulled the car in, I had a real, real hard time getting out because I used this hand to pull myself up with. Oh, oh yeah, man. I see. And I can't put any weight on it. No. So, yeah, but that's just a, I'm just a shoulder surgery away from that being fine. So you, you still do the, the, the racing? I am actually like, got it. While we were here, y'all said that mud event was Je- June 8th. Yeah. I just got texted about a race they want me to show to at Midland, Mid-South Park, June 7th. Killer. Nice. I think that's up by Memphis or somewhere. Now, do yeah. you have to rebuild the car after every race no. like some of them do? No, that's because I don't try to kill the car every run. Yeah. Those guys who, who rebuild, those top fuel motors run nitro, 100% nitro-methane. They, those cars have to be pulled out every round. Man, I've got a buddy who's got a car just like mine. He hasn't been, he hasn't lost in three years. And in that three years, the only thing he's done is spark plugs, oil, filters. Oh wow, Nothing I didn't even else. know that was a possible. Yeah. 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 So, okay, you don't, you don't run it as hard, obviously, to, for the longevity of it. But how does that not hinder your your times versus somebody who does kill their car? <sighs> it, it, it's it's. You know, it's, it's what you want to use the car for. Now, I right. built the car to promote, promote the, the Adrian Fury or the Adrian Trilogy Vampire Series books by Lynn. Right. That's what I built the car for. And I built that to take to the cons and, and, and different events, car shows and things like that, to help promote her book series. And is that the same car you race yes. in these races? Yeah. Okay. So... If I get to race the car on the weekends or every one weekend, every couple of months, you know, I'm cool with that. that that's good. I can get out there. For me, it's all about promoting everything that we have that we push. Racing the car, I got friends that are, are diehard drag racers, and they're mad at me because I don't get out and race the car enough. Right. But on the same token... I told one of the guys, he said, you know, we, we went out this weekend and, and we killed it against these two cars and then the last round we blew a motor and now we got to get that fixed. And he, I said, well, what do you think that's going to cost you to fix that motor? He goes, I don't know, $16,000. I was like, you know, I've done three events in the last month and a half. I haven't cranked the car up. I haven't had fuel in the car. I haven't had a battery in the car. And... Yeah. I, I, I'm, I made what it's going to cost to fix your motor. Yeah, right. 
So, you know, it's one of those things. Yes, I really, I've been racing cars since I was in 1980. I've been racing since 1980. And uh, I love it. I have a blast doing it. But I'm getting to the point of my life is I, I, I'm tired of working on it all week, going out, blowing it up on the weekend, coming back, spending all my money to get it ready for the next weekend. Yeah, and because going that's back what out gonna, and blow it up again. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, how, even if you do win, I don't see how you could win enough prize to cover build rebuilding a sixteen thousand. Has it always been drag racing, or have you raced like? No, that's the only thing I ever could fit. I was too big for motorcycles. Oh yeah. I was too big for go karts. <laughs> never liked boats. I mean, I was in the navy, but I never liked boats. It's kind of oxymoron. That is kind of it's it kind of weird. <laughs> Um, it's like being afraid of heights and getting yeah, in the Air Force. Yeah, Air Force. So it's always been just drag racing, that's it? Okay. So, and I like it. It's fast. It's, it's, it's fast. It's furious. What, what's the clash your car is considered uh, in? My, cl- my car is Nostalgia Top Fuel Dragster. Okay. Um, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's, a, it's built to a six-second spec. It's a 200-plus mile-an-hour car. Right. Uh, unfortunately, there's not a lot of tracks that can hold a 200-plus mile-an-hour car. Uh, yeah, because everybody my, does those street car right. right? Well, those those things are really fast, but they're heavy. Mm. I mean, my car with my large carcass sitting in it weighs fifteen hundred and thirty pounds. Wow! So I have I, I am over one. I'm almost two pounds per two horsepower per pound. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I noticed on those they don't add, uh, they don't. The battery doesn't ride in the car. You crank it with the battery and then take it away. No, right? actually, in my truck, in my dragster, I do have a battery in the front of the coffin. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's okay. a battery under the coffin. Does that help hold it down? <laughs> yeah, actually, that's why I've got it up there. <laughs> some extra weight. Just a little bit more weight. Yeah, yeah. Just a little weight. Nice. Wow. So what's up with you guys? What is what is in the 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 future of real pop culture uh, for the rest of the year? Um. The thing is about the, the we want to do more cons. We keep saying that. We keep right. saying that. The problem is, it seems like every time a con comes up, there's either a Kill J show or, you know, right. something. Uh, the, the cool thing about our team is that not every single one of us at one time has to be at an event, but it does have to be that way for the right. band. You know, right, right. Uh, you, you don't want to show up with not enough players on the field for a, a concert. Yeah, that would kind of. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have a drummer tonight. But, uh, <laughs> but we'll, get, we'll, wait, we'll work through it. We yeah. bought this little cool monkey at the last con. Yeah. We put a quarter in it. So we'll anytime there's a con close by, then and there's not a show. Uh, yeah, we we definitely want to do do more appearances. Are y'all going to Magic City Con? Uh, we talked about they it. They got a gig. But uh, yeah, that's the one we oh, got okay. a gig during. Uh, okay. I'm thinking about going over there just as a guest and just paying my way and getting in. Yeah, just walk around. Just and walk around and hand out flowers. I got a question. I got something interesting. Why don't me and John Anthony go do a real pop culture show at Magic City Con? <laughs> there you go. In oh. Cala. In Cala. Yep. Well, you'll be playing. Cala. Yeah, I'll be playing. Cala plays with nothing. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Very not true. You got something to play with. <laughs> Hey, what you think about that? Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, that'd be good. I'll talk to Anderson. I, I would like yeah, to get it to where that could happen. Like, yeah. I'll talk to Anderson. Choose cause, one or the other, Anderson we can do both. Can, can, that's that's you know Anderson's like home con. Their bigger cons do this. I want to see more cons that have music. Right, and that's one of the things that Voodoo Roo is working on for you guys. Yeah, because like Dragon Con is a huge concert at Dragon Con. Well, let me Big tell you. Big bands and stuff play. Let me tell you something that's just happened. 
and I can't, I'm not at liberty to say the name, uh, but some of your people, some of your listeners who listen to this will probably be able to figure it out easier than I could say it. But there's two cons that have, uh, two con organizers that have a total of eight cons in three states, uh, contacted me and they said, Contacted you. They contacted me <laughs> and they said, uh, <laughs> "What would you, what would you want to start doing car shows at our cons?" Mm. And I thought about it real quick, and the guy asked me, he "said You know, what, what would you want out of doing car shows at the cons?" And I said, "Well, I'd like, you know, a hundred, hundred fifty cars, uh, twenty-five to thirty-five dollars a car. I'll provide all the trophies. I'll provide all the awards. I'll sell tables." Uh, I'll bring in sponsors, uh, and I'll keep all the money. And he goes, well, how does that benefit the con? I said, well, you asked me what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't ask me what I, what I would work with. I said, yeah. I'm just telling you right up front. It's what how I the negotiation want. starts. Yeah. <laughs> so I am, um, it, 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 I'm having to do a little bit of thought process on that because that's something that hasn't really been done. And, you know, they always have cars as guests at events. Why not do a car show? Absolutely. It, well, it's a lot more people to the. And can see, go in I've there. noticed at this con or at every con, you see people walk through because they're bringing their kids, right. and the parents may not be interested in this, even though this is an all-age type thing. Right. It's it's a lot of parents bringing their kids. Right. Well, they could turn the kids loose in the little jumpy house, and the parents, you know, they're going to want to go to the car show. Exactly. It's just something for everybody. Exactly. Even if you're not into, if you don't care nothing about comic books or Star Wars, you like cars, you know. You go look at the and see, that's one of the things that I'm working on with the Combat Veterans Memorial Truck is uh, I want to start booking it at more places where people can see it come out, veterans can come out and sign it, make more awareness about the, the combat. And and somebody asked me, they said, well, are you going to take your dragster to that? And I was like, well, you know, it really wouldn't be a fit. And I have been wanting to build an uh, Iron Man body for the dragster. So with the combat, I'm thinking about maybe doing Captain America. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. So I yeah. could have the combat veteran truck and, oh, and yeah. a Captain America yeah. body yeah, on my tie in. Oh yeah, tie in with yeah. it. Yeah, and that's brilliant. Near the world. Yeah, yeah. and and I've United realized, I've, I've, I've realized, you know, I was educated. I was schooled this weekend on uh, Marvel and DC. Uh, <laughs> I asked a question to somebody walking through, and they were a big. I asked them, were, did they like Marvel or DC? Because I hear you guys ask that question a yeah. lot. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like Black Widow. <laughs> I like uh, uh, Captain... Uh, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. And, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. I get where you're going. I get where you're going. Yeah. Story yeah. And, and Catwoman, Supergirl. <laughs> and, uh, yes. Yeah. Spandex. Like, like most of the stuff on that wall right there. <laughs> yeah, I really, really like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, right? had a good view. I think everything <laughs> yeah, on that wall right view. there is a keeper. Yeah. Where are the models? Uh, but the anyway, wall of hotness. Down at yeah. the bottom. All the ones on the bottom. <laughs> but it, it's... Uh, I don't know. I started looking at the wall. I forgot what yeah, I was talking about. about. See, like I said, it's been a good view. If nothing else. Wonder Woman. Oh, the Marvel DC thing. Yeah. So the guy tells me, he goes, uh, he goes, well, are you into... Uh, Science or magic, and he said that. I kind of looked at him. I said, "Am I into science or magic? What are you talking about?" He goes, "Well, you ask if I'm a a, a Marvel or a DC person." He said, "Are you into science or magic?" 
I said, I don't know, man. I guess I'm in the science. He goes, well, then you're a Marvel guy. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, how is that? He said, well, Marvel is all, you know, Iron Man. It's all about technology. Mm-hmm. He said, DC is all about supernatural people. Natural, right? Yeah, supernatural yeah. and magic. That's the way John Anderson explained it. That's exactly who it was. <laughs> I retained that information from our interview with John Anderson. The very first one. It, it was really cool because I'd never, I'd never heard it. I'd never heard, I never heard it said that way either, yeah. There's a few you crossover did, characters. You interviewed the podca- yeah, you interviewed yeah. him on the podcast. I did. I Batman it. being the only like human yeah. in D.C. So. Yeah, he's just like nothing other than rich. Yeah. yeah, he's super rich. Rich and nuts. That's his superpower. Rich and nuts. He's crazy and rich. Rich and nuts. Alright guys. Well cool, thanks for stopping by. Sign the sign the yeah. thing. Oh, sign your hey, you sign your John Hancock. It's, it's kinda like my yeah. guitars though. I've got a new guitar John for Hancock. you guys to sign. Oh nice. And uh, double D's. More like Herbie Hancock. Is that all you're gonna sign at double D's? <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, speaking of which, hold on, I got one thing I'd like to say. Say it uh, <laughs> about uh, double D's and the uh, the uh, wet t shirt contest that they've asked me to MC as well. Uh, you know, I would never be one to throw somebody under the bus. <laughs> and uh, Lynn asked me about She said, well, could I go with you to that event? I might want to get into the wet t-shirt contest. And I personally, as I said, that's cool. I'm fine with that. Jerm Ferris sent in a message that said they didn't have a seniors division. So I'm out of here, guys. Talk to y'all later. <laughs> oh, my God. He's dead. Nice knowing you, Jerm. That's he had a good run. <laughs> he had a good run, kid. <laughs>